<laughs> right. Oh, through the nose is the worst, though. At least I didn't get it all over your microphone. <laughs> all right. Coke with Logan. <laughs> That's a good opener. Yeah. <laughs> all right. On this episode, we're joined by one-third of the folks to give you the Polka Logan camp party, Jeff Keelaher. We talk about maritime festivals, what makes us enjoy them, and most importantly, the Polka Logan camp party. As always, we have some sweet tunes for you as well. So sit back, sip your poison, and enjoy the ride. I'm Kalen Capson, and this is the Peg and Place Podcast. back very excited to be doing this again yeah i'm glad you came back yeah me too didn't scare you away last time not quite i'm a little <laughs> less nervous this time than i was last time too so that's good get one under your belt you know what it's all about yeah i was actually excited versus nervous yeah <laughs> <laughs> sweet yeah for the most part so you're all recovered from folly fest no no <laughs> <laughs> i'm uh I'm partly there i'm mostly there i basically came home dumped everything which is half still dumped Threw all the laundry into the laundry room and started washing, and then just showered and slept for I don't know how many hours. Yeah, you did better than I would have done after yeah. the festival. Yeah, would have done far less cleaning, far more sleeping, <laughs> and there would have been takeout mixed in there too. Like there was definitely takeout five times as yeah. much as I need. <laughs> so if I can't leave the house for three days, so it was a successful weekend anyway. Yeah, I think it was. It was my first time falling it up, so didn't know what I was in for. So I was nervous and excited at the same time, but yeah, once you know, I got I, used to how it's set up, it's just. Really simple, easy to navigate, which I liked a lot. And like awesome beer right there. Yeah. For sale at all times. I can remember the first time I was a late folly bloomer. I only started going like four years ago or so. And I can remember kind of not liking the fact that I couldn't bring my drink in, but you said it real quick when there's a bar with like yeah. awesome beer. Yeah, at right first there. I and did. the service is usually, I mean, except say for a few times during like the biggest. Yeah, the lineup moments. was never too bad yeah. at all. I was a little off put by that at the very first. It's not what you're used to with like exactly. Other but then you festivals. get used to it, and yeah. it it also meant that I actually drank less, which is probably a good thing I think in the long run. Yeah, I know what you mean. I don't know if I drink less. I think I find myself leaving to mix up my campsite beers, which oh, is yeah. fine. Like I'm not miss. I mean, I don't mind. Like half of folly for me is like, the time at the campsite. Yeah, sitting around with everybody yeah. around you. And- Usually it's just like a big family <laughs> reunion. That's that's as much important to me as as the music. To yeah. a lot of us, we'll sit there for hours. Uh, you know, maybe miss something. Which oh, I guess yeah. doesn't make us the great greatest festival attendees. But well, <laughs> I think that's half the fun of a festival though it is yeah especially when you're meeting people like this year i was telling you that i ended up uh meeting bags and astronaut or mike and mitch i guess i I, can't remember your last name guys i only met them the other day just like a little community tarp thing for a little bit yeah uh, folly it's got a very unique and different feel to it yeah obviously the kids being there is awesome and that makes it a little more chill and the gate in and out and the fact that it that silent disco and like the mayhem kind of ends early, which is perfect because four years ago was right about the time when I started feeling like it was a little harder to do three days of 
festival in a row. Yeah. So, you know, you don't feel bad when you no. when you pass out around, you know, one in the morning or two in the morning yeah, or exactly. whatever. Which I think most people do. Yeah, that... you wake up at eight like a normal fucking person <laughs> and go and then you're at a festival feeling pretty pretty goddamn good. Like, it yeah. doesn't happen very often. Not for me anyway, but that's a kind of real good place to do it. Silent Disco is pretty cool. Uh, well, I remember Future Force did it a couple years back. I didn't want to do it. But it went well. Did it? Yeah. yeah. At Future Forest, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the Silent Disco thing. No? No. I don't know why. I I kind of like it. I, th- I think it's cool. I yeah. like... I don't know why. The, again, it was a new thing the first time, like when I did a Future Forest. It kind of it was off-putting at first. Yeah. But then once you get into it, I found it was a lot more fun. It was, seemed way more appropriate at Folly Fest, though. It, it is ex- perfectly appropriate. Like, just go to the barn and... Yeah. Which was never overpassed, because obviously everyone was at their campsite or asleep by 2 a.m. when it fired up. But it works really well there, and that burn's sweet. Yeah. And the, the folks that they have do it up is just, you go in, you're like, whoa, this is pretty cool. Especially yeah. Especially around me. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, it was a groovy experience. We yeah. saw uh, Master Domus. We're playing at Poke Logan, are they not? I know they played Folly. Yeah. Nice. Thought Super excited for them. we got to have Cliff back in some capacity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like a tradition at this point. He's Maybe, always, yeah. he's there every year in pretty much one thing. form or another. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thing. It just really wouldn't be the same. There's certain, I mean, you're tempted to try to keep things fresh especially where we went back to one day but at the same time it's also about like we we try to draw this line like where where are we like i think we probably talked about this last year it's the ongoing thing of like part of your festival you know and when you say that you're a festival if you use that thing which i think we've pretty much crossed that line you all of a sudden have more expectations to provide a fresher lineup or at least that's the way i think about it yeah no i think you're right but at the end of the day if you've got someone like cliff and some other friends of ours that have come back multiple times just doing constant, awesome yeah. fucking music. Like, Why not? Three or four different projects. It's like, yeah. <laughs> we left the high school early. He drove me into town. We noticed on the smokestack all the bricks had been torn down. He was my friend and teacher. I was 18 years old The textile mill in Windsor Hadn't yet been sold The mill survived the fire That had turned the town to ash Making clothing out of cotton Until the town ran out of cash A century of workers Sweating in the heat Now faded like the cotton Ghosts wrapped in white sheets Sometimes dreams go nowhere But I feel like I've been traveling When I try to trace the thread But the stitches come unraveling Sometimes there is no ending Just something standing still on a long deserted island with an empty cotton mill. Someone had a vision that rose out of the steam to bring the place to glory, a developer's dream. They changed all the windows, but the new ones have gone blind. From staring at the highway With nothing on their minds And sometimes dreams go nowhere But I feel like I've been traveling 
When I try to trace the thread But the stitches come unraveling It takes time to make it work It takes work to make it right It takes both to keep somebody warm For more than just one night So this year is a big change for you guys. Last year was a big shift. You moved to the two nights. Yeah. And you expanded uh, a little bit. Yeah. And then we learned some valuable lessons. Good ones. Uh, we moved forward, scaled back a little bit to the one day. I think we're offering still a pretty, pretty kick ass show. We yeah. may, we may keep it at the one day. We did kind of find that two was a lot. And as long as we're on that property, we might as well keep it simple. Yeah. I think that's probably what we'll do going forward. I say that and then maybe I'll get all excited. <laughs> next next year next winter or whatever when i'm yeah when we're planning it i can understand the one day just being much more manageable from the management end i guess from yeah. here two would be well obviously twice as much work really yeah and and that friday being a prep day when you can get all your buddies and everyone to right to come yeah. out a day early and have you know 25 bodies there to just help with setting up everything umpteen emergencies or whatever right. that come up so. and if it's two days that that's gone pretty much Yes. A lot harder for people yeah. to come up on a Thursday and help you out, I imagine, than yeah. an and, extra and, Friday. I mean, people are really digging the one-day the one day shows lately. Did you know about Collective? Sackville? Is it Sackville-ish? Yeah, anyway, electronic one-day event. I think they do it twice a year. They do a spring and a fall edition. Yeah. And it's awesome. Like, visual to the max. Like, their stages, their sets. Um, like, the projection mapping stuff. Just mind-blowing every year. The sun goes down and they start splashing this light on these fucking sets man and they just look like monsters <laughs> <laughs> well it's kind of like future forest the yeah a nighttime it's just a whole different beast than, yeah and collectors like a the one daytime. day version of that of that yeah. vibe interesting i've never been but that's the that's what i the impression i've got people dig the one day thing especially earlier late later in the year too right if you go to a lot of festivals <laughs> it's by the end of it you're up for a, a party but not going for a couple days i wonder if there's a correlation between the age like throwing a one day event to older people it's, does your age group? Ah, that's a good question. Like the age of your attendees you should have whoever's working higher. the door. Just and your age, please, man. <laughs> yeah. and your social insurance number, and if you could leave your visa with us, we'll keep a tab open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess buying tickets was a little more straightforward. Buying tickets, yeah, this year, yeah. Because I, I kind of liked. Well, I guess it was more of a secret before when he went back. Yeah. Had to go through the website. Oh, yeah. Submit oh, the information. Yeah, I forgot that we did that. Wait for you guys to get back to us, and then yeah, and then he could buy the ticket, kind of thing. That was kind of cool. Did we do that? That was last year, wasn't I it? I think you did that last year too. Yeah, we did. I think it's that like was the last come on the website. Want to come? How'd you hear about us? Yeah, fill it out. Yeah, that's apparently that worked out really well because we had a lot of people. Out. But no, this year we just decided to throw them up. Going really well, actually. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're like halfway. 
Yeah, when to I break got it even already. Oh, really? It's fucking unheard of. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, we also were very frugal this year. So it's a little easier to break even <laughs> after learning some hard lessons last year. But. Yeah, it would be a big learning curve, though. I mean, even when you look at well-established festivals, how they shift a little bit each year. You know, obviously it's because they learned. This yeah. does work. This doesn't work. This was a waste of money, or we could do it much cheaper to do it this way. Or, so there's got to be a lot of lessons yeah, to people, be learned. No one's making money in the independent music festival scene. Yeah. <laughs> there's no one making any money. Just breaking even if you're lucky. If lucky, yeah. I don't even think that's happening for, <laughs> for the most part. That's brutal. <laughs> I'm sure there are plenty of festivals that are, but not the ones that don't, you know, Yeah, don't have a lot of corporate sponsorships and, and shit like that. Yeah, that's true. But the more sponsorships you get, the more rules you have to abide by, the more... Oh, that's the thing. We've had that discussion a lot as to whether we want to go that route. But we don't. I don't. Anyway, we'll yeah. see what the committee decides. <laughs> <laughs> the committee. It's basically a committee now. Yeah, it takes some getting used to. But And there are lots of smaller companies that would love to sponsor things. Yeah, and we've, with... we've partnered with a few this year. Yeah? Yeah, I'm not going to say anything about it just yet because... Nothing's really like written down. More casual. We didn't approach it superficially, but right, we started yeah. to kind of delve into that that world. Yeah, save some money because you need money. Oh yeah, we certainly can't back this ourselves anymore. Time has passed. <laughs> <laughs> the time has passed. Even for the podcast, I've thought about approaching people, and I have like Piccadilly Coffee Roasters. Yeah, but we have sort of like a soft sponsorship where they send me some coffee to serve <laughs> to to people, and and uh, they'll do some shout outs at the end of episodes and stuff like that. That's Nice. Yeah, yeah, nice little friendly things. Yeah. That's what I like about it all, about creating anything, is that just the partnerships and the conversations. Like, yeah. Like this year, um, our normal tech crew, our sound crew, had to had to cancel just a couple of weeks ago. And uh, it turns out we're working with a new guy. And at first, I was really kind of stressed out about it. But it turns out, like, the most fun part about throwing the event is having all these conversations again, like, with our, our normal guy, and he's great, and there's no, we, we wish we could have had him again, but it became routine. You know, right. third, fourth year, we know what everyone expects, but those conversations that we had, like, three years ago about what to expect and what we want to do Happening, are, like, the yeah. fun part. So I'm getting to have these chats with Chris, our new sound guy, about ideas and what we, you know, what we need production-wise, what we need, you know, all these little details. Yeah. And it's fun. You know what I mean? It's fun to have those conversations. So I don't know. i got to figure out where I fit into this thing because I can't just be a jack-of-all-trades. So I'm just <laughs> trying, slowly, trying, or slowly trying to learn, like, okay, do just the production side. We have to sort of assign roles going forward. Right, yeah. yeah. We tried to do it this year a little bit, and we have. The festivals have a really good grasp on that because they've, they started their festivals with the intent to start a festival where we didn't. Right. Like yeah. we just were the party and it sort of slowly morphed in. So we never really consciously sat down and said, okay, here's the framework for what we want to build. Here's the structure we want. Like, uh, Alex Murray from Praxis. I chatted with him. Do you know about Praxis? Permaculture, yeah, festival, music, right. all sorts of ideas, cool stuff. They've got a really neat organizational structure and like membership system. And I'm pretty sure that it was conceived right from the get-go. But we didn't do that. So now we're kind of just, we have this way we've been doing things that is just throwing a party, which is very different from throwing, you know, like an arts festival and thinking about that so right we're a little bit slower to sort of catch up to folks that would have sort of planned that ahead of time i don't know if that makes fucking no, sense, it makes sense yeah at the point of inception it was a different it was never it was I've never thought about it. it was just a party kind of veered I mean? off your trajectory into yeah a different realm 
pull it off again. <laughs> One year at a time. I mean, it works every time so far. So, so far, yeah. I mean, from the outside. From it, the outside, It seems yeah. to have been pulled off well every time. So you've got that going for you. I think we'll be all right. But there's some fun uh, some fun music we're really looking forward to. Yeah, the music, the, the lineup looks awesome. Yeah. And uh, I am eager to see, well, Mastradamus, or Mastradamus. I always say Maz. I don't know why. I say Mastradamus. Because it's... It's Nostradamus, but it's Masrol, so Masterdamus. Yeah, I don't know. I figured you would have talked to Dave about this. Uh, you know what? He never corrected me once. <laughs> so He's just too nice. <laughs> yeah, he is way too nice. <laughs> Sorry, Kalen, you're saying it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Please pronounce my name. But he right. said a Masterdamus. Yeah. But uh, I saw them first at Taco Pico, which is a really good show. You only get so much of the sound, but seeing them at Folly with the Silent Disco was a different beast altogether because yeah. you're getting all the bass effect and all the treble that you're supposed to be getting. And it was cool. It was very nice. I would have been lacking some of the, that sub push, though. I think that's why I have trouble with the Silent Disco sometimes. That was, I think, with my thing, too, because especially with electronic music, yeah, I like feeling it like when it hits your chest. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? You can yeah. feel it in the ground. and yeah. I like that. But after a few minutes, I find I adapt to just hearing the really good bass in the headphones and I can... Yeah. I can still groove to it. Yeah, I see what you mean. Once you see everybody else dancing and... Yeah. And the two-channel things trip, too. You know what they're listening to, eh? Yeah. Yeah, you see the red or green or whatever. Yeah, that was kind of weird, because at first I didn't see the second DJ, because it was, like, misty and stuff in there. Yeah. So I just saw the one DJ, and I was like, well, where's the second DJ? I didn't know they were playing at the same time. Yeah. And then uh, then eventually I realized there was the second DJ up there, and I was like, oh, snap. That is <laughs> so cool. Two shows at once. <laughs>
looking at music. Did you have a formula, or was it just people on the board being like, oh, let's uh, bring these guys, let's bring these guys, let's try to get this people? There was definitely a bit of a formula. Um, we had to move the date this year, as you might have probably noticed, mm. uh, from the end of August up to the 17th. And that was just because of conflicts with the family, my sister, her husband, and family members are going to be out of the country doing this thing that they haven't been able to do for years because of Poke Logan. So we uh, decided to move it, and it falls on the same date as Rock the Dock. First year I've heard about it. Yeah, year, it's their yeah. second year really doing it proper, I think. Oh, okay. Um, but we didn't want to compete with them. Never our interest to compete. We just want to play along yeah. with everybody. So they're a straight-up electronic show. So we did decide consciously to not kind of have DJs be uh, a top priority so that we'd be a little bit... I mean, we didn't want to get rid of DJs. We're obviously going to have a fucking awesome dance party late at night, but we didn't want that to be the draw right? because we want to play nice with everybody. So that was that was a thing, which is why you don't you see like a DJ as a, you know, at the top of the poster or anything like that. No. So that was that yeah. was a conscious thing. Other than that, cutting back to the one day, you know, gave a little bit of of restriction. I also took a lot, you know, as as the years go on, you get used to taking a lot more input from other people. So it wasn't as much personal creation as it was a team effort. Right. Which is nice. This year we have Goldpunks, uh Anubis, who's been there every year. Every year, yeah. Going on eight or seven or who wow. knows how many. <laughs> Uh, Betsy White. Yeah. Say almost, almost as frequent. Yeah. yeah. Betsy White was playing at Folly too. Yeah. Antique, which is your dad. Uh, <laughs> it was awesome to see up there last year. It was yeah. Really yeah. Cool. Yeah. He's been having a lot of fun. He's really excited about his Evolve set too. He's That's having, amazing. He's having quite the <laughs> fucking summer, isn't he? That is amazing. <laughs> is he, uh, still going with the same type of sound as, as last year's? Uh, he's always, I mean, he spends a lot of time thinking about it and yeah. planning and considering different ways to go. He's always, dad's a really thoughtful guy, very calculated yeah, sort of individual. <laughs> so I think that he's, he's probably going to be similar, but you'll see, yeah. you'll see him doing some different stuff. Awesome. Yeah. It is his, it is his everything though. Yeah. Make no mistake. <laughs> it is his everything. He did seem to be like living the dream up there. He's, last yeah, time, he's having awesome. a good time at 61. And we're looking forward to his set. We're putting him prime time too. Yeah, That's none, awesome. None of this Friday night, you know, <laughs> relegated shit. He's going right when the getting's good. He certainly earned it. This whole thing would never have happened without him a million times over. Yeah. Like he's just like the problem solver. It's, well, I mean, he's, a, he's, he's dad. Yeah. So you know how dad is. It's like, dad, I need your help. Dad. Yeah. He just goes, oh, and he, he does it. He sort of trapes over and he goes, okay, what do you fucking need? Like, <laughs> yeah, he's uh, awesome that way. <laughs> then we have uh, Tara Spencer. Tara's awesome. Uh, she was a, one of those bookings that I didn't really have a hand in. Yeah. Alex hooked us up with that. Alex from the East. He knows, he knows Tara already. Quite the voice. This is not. She's not going to have this at Poco Logan. But did you see the video of her with like a quartet? Just look, look it up on you. If you look, if you look her up on YouTube, you'll find it. But yeah, that's that's mind mind boggling stuff. That tune of hers. But she'll be opening up in the afternoon. Um, cursing and swearing. Cursing and swearing. Some awesome new tunes out of St. John. Yeah. Super relevant content. Yeah. So um, too. And just so danceable yeah it's one of those one of those groups that one of our team members just sent me a link and said holy shit this is 10 times better than yeah i imagined it would be have a listen and i was in the bathtub <laughs> one of my favorite places to be threw in the headphones and i was just like holy crap man these guys are sweet these guys are two bases a drum machine and vocals so and it's got uh philip jaguar isn't it 
Yeah. And is it? Jen. Sorry, Jen. We we don't know your last name offhand. Yeah. I know it. It begins with an M. Yeah. We'll say it wrong. Anyway. And then Bloom. Yeah. Bloom are one of those bookings that I kind of made a little bit more casually, not realizing that I'd be this excited about them come, yeah. come the beginning of July. They've been around for a little bit. They actually played Folly Fest last year as well, or was it Evolve? I think it might have been Evolve. But they've been around doing their thing for a little while, and by the looks of it, it's a really well-thought-out project. It's a- and, I mean, those two have been working together for quite a while, sort of on and off, before they officially formed Bloom and, and ran with it. Yeah. So it's just a really deliberate project, you know what I mean? Kind of been in the works for a while. Britney's vocals are just incredible. They are incredible. And Dan's production, like it's just it's just an awesome marriage. And I've actually never caught them live. This is fully based on Oh yeah. My I've, sister and, and other I never caught them live until Folly Fest. Yeah. Uh I've I'd heard them. Uh some of the recorded stuff off Bandcamp and then again when I reached out to them to see if I could play some of their music, I listened to them again and then realized that they were playing a Folly, so I was super excited to catch them there. And it was just a, a cool Really straightforward setup with some, you know, the the bloom light behind them and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And then there were uh, there were three of them this time. Three um, of them. So the drummer was uh, John, I think. Yeah. And then there was synth and then drum. Yeah. And then. Um. Yeah. They're gonna be awesome. And it's funny because it's they're poppy, which normally I wouldn't think I'd be into. When it comes to elect- electronic music, I usually like less poppy, more just groove, dirty kind of. Yeah. Get, your, get your thing going, tunes. But man, I just, every time I hear one of the tunes, I'm just drawn, <laughs> drawn right in. Playing it for, you know, the family and for the nieces and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just awesome. Yeah, we're they ready. are well well put together. Yeah, we're excited for them. Uh, then we've got Master Damas. Cliff and Dave, been around doing stuff with us for a long time. Dave came as... Beach Reality? Beach Reality, yeah. Yeah, that was what, Two years three ago. years ago? Three years ago, yeah. It was your first year, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, so we've been kind of trying to get him back, because I've been watching him beatbox since high school. Well, of course, you know the history with Cliff. My mm-hmm. history with those two actually goes back to, like, high school. Really? Um, in a band, They had a band called Cherry, and we jammed together and stuff like that. So anyway, you know, 12, 15 years later, still uh, hanging out with him. And Dave had told me... At a, we did this, uh, those murder mysteries you do and you get together with a bunch of people and yeah. you all know, kind of, you know, like dress up and go into character or whatever. I saw him at one of those and he was like, Oh yeah, me and Cliff are kind of working on something. Now they're in full swing. We're excited. And them and Bloom, I think we'll probably have them one after the other. Oh really? And it seems like an odd match, but they're both got like a darkness to them. You know what I mean? Mm. But one's poppy and one is not. Actually, right. the latest Master Dama song has a pretty poppy chorus. I noticed it was kind of a little... Yeah. But I think that they'll mesh together really well, even though it doesn't seem like they would when you listen to them outright. Yeah, I think it'd be be good back-to-back. I say that, but plans change so so much. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's, yeah. there's still a bit of time between now and then. Well, then the schedule is just a constantly evolving whiteboard.
Welcome to the Pagan Place. Here, let me chop up that poison for you. No, no. You keep the tip. All we need is a little like and share. That'll do just fine. There you go. Have a good day. Yes, we bring it. You are bringing Jamie Coma on the Crooked Teeth. Yeah, I don't think we really need to say anything about them. I mean, everyone knows them. Yeah, they're, they're pretty well known they're at this St. point. St. John and New Brunswick's one of their Last favorite Last year bands. was a smash with them and... Uh, big Smoke Brass. Yeah, Big Smoke Brass. Yeah, that was... Uh, that was wild. For me, as a spectator of that, it was very much a satisfying fucking moment. Not that I had anything to do. I mean, I mentioned it to them. Hey, I'd like you guys to sit in. I certainly wasn't the one playing the music, but I remember sitting back and thinking, man, this is this sit-in, this collaboration is the reason that we do this. Yeah, that was, like a, stuff like a, this that was a pinnacle moment yeah. for me. Yeah. I would say of all last summer, like musically, that was seeing yeah. those two together was like, holy shit. Well, like, good. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm so glad that you have that opinion, too. I know that it was... It was really special for those guys, too. They're just the greatest guys. They've just become friends now, yeah. too. And we're pumped. Put on an awesome show. I think there might be a little surprise planned. I've heard some inklings of, of some things. I think we're going to keep it a surprise. I think they kind of keep me out of the loop a little bit, too. Yeah. They have to tell me a bit so that I can at least make sure everyone's ready. <laughs> yeah. And if we want to capture it right. you know, on camera or on video or whatever. Yeah, I had them on a little while ago, and they were planning their, their summer out still at that point. And, yeah, they were pretty excited for what was to come, so... Yeah, they just uh, they just rock it. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I mean, there's not a lot else to say, yeah. really. I mean, um, most blues, people know them at this point. Fucking and, rock awesomeness. Yeah, and we've got FM Berlin. FM Berlin, their group. I didn't have a huge hand in booking. Alex, Alex uh, helped us with a few, and that was one of his. They're a lot of fun. I saw them maybe a month ago. They were a good time. Yeah, they're a tight fucking band. I know that they're an awesome, yeah, tight band. Um, I've listened to the album. It's good. It's good. They're certainly making a circuit right now. They're playing everywhere. They are. Yeah. Area 506. Actually, it turned out that a lot of our lineup ended up being like a little baby Area 506. Oh, uh, yeah, I suppose. Think I didn't playing, even think about that. Yeah. playing. Jamie Como yeah. are playing. I feel like there's one more, but anyway, there's at least three or four um, that are doing both. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. It's awesome that Area 506... I never thought about that until you mentioned it. You're absolutely yeah, right. No, it was pointed out to me <laughs> very, very intentionally. Um, Area 506, it's awesome that they that they do that. Yeah. They book so much local talent. They're an awesome example of how a corporately sponsored festival can still be really, really awesome for the community. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's something that we kind of needed, too. We haven't had a festival... Since what um, festival by the sea went defunct? We haven't had a real yeah. St. There was festival. kind of one in between there. I can't remember what they called it, but yeah, they. Uh, but festival by the sea. I mean, there wasn't a whole bunch of local southern New Brunswick. Yeah, it was a very niche shows. kind of sound. So it was like the classic maritime slash blues yeah. sound. There wasn't a lot of coverage, I guess. So it's definitely a better iteration of it. And they're moving locations, too, this year. Which is closer to my house, which means it's quicker to get to for free beer, which is, I'm excited for that. Very good. I have to work, <laughs> as I do oh, really? for most things this summer. That's Evolves nice. the only festival. I was like me last summer. I had to work through almost everything except for Pocologan. I think that's the yeah. only thing I got. Evolves the only... Uh, missing Future Forest for the second year in a row is something I swore I wouldn't do <laughs> ever again. It doesn't feel like responsibility. It just feels like a letdown. Yeah. <laughs> So then we have Sputnik. Sputnik, yes. Very excited. When I was kind of going through your list and I would just uh, Bandcamp and YouTube, anything I could find of people just to get a feel for their sound. I was really impressed by them. So I had never heard of them now until now. 
Yeah, they're so they've from, obviously been around a while. Yeah, from Edmonston mostly. They were they got a unique sound, alt disco, I guess. But we caught them at Paddlefest. It was a sweet, sweet show. Yeah. Um, they got just the right amount of sort of spacey stuff mixed with a good solid beat, you know. Yeah. Their bass players just like a, there's some there's certain bands sort of especially towards the more jammy, dancey bands where some bass players like like Jimmy Swift fan, for example. The bass was not just a foundation, but like a fucking foundation. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the bass player for Sputnik is very much the same way. I just find yeah. it's just such an awesome driving. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I look forward to seeing them live. Yeah, it's going to be good. So that was just another band you saw and decided to reach out to? or I can't remember. Uh, we, I hadn't seen them yet. Jenny saw them at Quality Block Party, and she brought it up, and we pursued it, and they're coming. I'm excited to have a little Frenchness. You know, a little representation, a little representation, <laughs> and also, you know, I just like, I just really like their style. Yeah, yeah I like they got kind of like two main vocalists take turns back and forth. There's harmonies and there's a little electronic aspect to it, mm. and then that driving bass and sort of that just groovy, groovy feel. But then they've also got tunes that are just kind of right spaced out. Yeah, I dig what I've seen of them so far. Yeah, they'll be a lot of fun live. They will be. Uh, and then last we have... Slow Coaster, I mean, what do you say? <laughs> <laughs> They've been around forever. Um, so with Slow Coaster, uh, that came to be mostly because Mike and Steve were going to play last year. Oh, right, We yeah. booked them to do their acoustic show, but they had to cancel. So this year, where we sort of made a conscious decision to sort of keep it so much just New Brunswick, but mostly New Brunswick, mostly totally East Coast, Yeah, and sort of shy away from you know bringing in an, uh, an out-of-province headline or whatever. I said, hey, man, Slow Coaster. <laughs> we, we love Slow Coaster. Yeah, everybody yeah. loves Slow Coaster. Everybody loves Slow Coaster. I'd love to have those guys on our stage. And, and you know, we reached out and, and uh, we made it happen. So that's that's really exciting. I think that that might be where the uh, surprise collaboration is tied into. Oh, shit. Jamie Comel thing. I think there's something something in there. I wow. only have vague details. <laughs> I only have vague details. Not only well. There is something else we're doing this year that oh, yeah? I wanted to bring up. You're familiar with the Trippy Trail. Yeah. For those who aren't, it's exactly what it sounds like. A trail with trippiness in it. <laughs> and at the end of it, I don't know if you remember, there's some benches and sort of a seating area, you know. Yeah. And with a few extra spots to put some butts, you can probably imagine that could be a neat little area to gather for a purpose rather than just gathering. Right. So oh, we are... I just spilled beer all on my cross. <laughs> this is not a good day. <laughs> Uh, we're not doing very well here at the Pagan Place today. Just <laughs> <laughs> spilling fucking beer everywhere. <laughs> All right. Trippy Trail. Yeah. My dad, Rick Healer, a.k.a. Antique, usually takes on the responsibility of making it trippy. He is historically really good at making things trippy. So what we're going to do is have a couple of casual sort of things back there. Um, we haven't settled on what's going to be there as far as maybe workshops or whatever, because it is kind of second priority. We're focusing on the, mm. on the big stuff right now. One thing that we do know that is happening, though, is we're going to be screening uh, a movie, a short movie, called The Minister. Which, oh, sweet. You know, you're familiar. Yeah. You know Matt? Yeah. Um, so Matt Parks is directing or creating or producing or whatever the movie. Everything. Term. Yeah, everything. <laughs> yeah, filming. Yeah, cameraman number one and two. And a bunch of our crew's in it. Dad's in it. Kayla's in it. Bethany's in it. You know, tight, tight friends. Sweet. So we're going to screen it. That film is being, they're having a proper screening at the BMO Theater on August 9th. And that's going to be an actual good way to see the film. Mm. We're more so going to do it, you know, on a decently sized TV in the middle of the woods. 
but it should be really cool. It'll be the first time I can see it because I can't make it to the screening. Oh, sweet. They've been making it in my old apartment, which has been really neat when I, when yeah. I go over and, and see where they're doing it. So we'll be doing that. I think there might be a f- sort of food-related workshop. It's going to be really simple. There'll just be two or three. Yeah. Two or three things. Two or three reasons to go. Cool. To go down the trippy trail. So that's that's one add-on. Um, another thing we're doing this year is changing up our water situation. Um, hmm. Due to some unforeseen for circumstance, not so much unforeseen. We could have planned a little better. We ended up going with bottled water last year, right? Which wasn't ideal. We don't want to create that that level of waste whatsoever. So we're switching that up. Well, you're, you're going to have supplied water that yeah, of course, that won't be bottled. We'll have so. water. It's not going to be bottles. We we didn't really want to do that last year, but it kind of came down to it last minute when something fell through. So other than that, I don't think people will notice a whole lot of differences. Uh, sort of. Sort of what people have come to expect, production-wise, stage-wise, volume-wise, the whole deal. still amazes me, year after year, that your neighbors are totally cool with it. That's astounding. It still amazes me, particularly Doug and Sander right next door. But even the Basques out back, and Neil up front, I mean, they're all just... Right there. Just right there, <laughs> playing along. Yeah. You know? I, but I think that the community... Um, the community appreciates having the event you know what i mean you could have a group of people that are angry at noise but i think that a lot of those people have come to look forward to having live music right down the street yeah especially now that it's you know we've upped the production it's kind of a little bit more impressive than just a party we're not just a nuisance down the road like it's a thing oh yeah and they know that we bring a good crowd they know that we appreciate them and that we'd address any issue immediately right but yeah we're lucky i didn't think it would go this way i thought that by at this point we'd have to move or or stop throwing the party yeah but not last year but the year the year before 2017 the support just exploded and i looked around and i remember thinking these they're behind us they're looking forward to this as much as any of us are (laughs) yeah yeah man it's sweet i will say they'll be happy that we're going back to one day yeah and that's a lot of other people they're dealing with for two days as opposed to one. Yeah. They're in their yards for a lot of the time. You know what I mean? They're, well, yeah, they, they basically by, I mean, give up their yard for camping, they, too. Basically, their camp becomes the middle of Tent City at a fucking festival. Yeah. Right? That's what amazes me the most that they're yeah. okay with, actually. Yeah. It's not so much the noise, but the people. letting people camp out in their yard. Yeah. We're lucky for sure. Yeah. That's a good community. You're very lucky to have that. Yeah. We will have to move eventually. We will someday if we want to. Yeah, we are. Yeah, it's a a sweet spot, and it's easy access. It's not hard to find at all. The parking on the road thing isn't ideal. Yeah, especially like the the year with the blueberry incident. (laughs) Yeah, that was was uh, that last year. That was last year. Yeah, Yeah. was last year. The blueberry harvesters. uh, So if you're going, do not park on the bridge. Do not park on the bridge. Which is most you would think would be common sense, but choose to be nice about it. Yeah, as I speak right now. Normally, I'd have much more harsher words to say. Yeah, I don't need to be nice about it. No, you don't. <laughs> but generally, in life, whether it be yeah. at Pocologan or no, anywhere I'll else. I'll be nice. Just don't park on the bridge, guys. Don't, bridges anywhere, not just ours. Yeah, any just bridge. Park on bridge. It's just a bad idea to park on a bridge. <laughs> a good idea. Especially a little bridge. Yeah. With, what, eight cars on it. It's not necessarily a good idea. Oh, I hope Jasmine isn't listening to this. She's going to feel real bad. I'm pretty sure she felt really bad as it was. I wasn't even mad. It was fun. Oh, you know what? We were talking to some of the drivers. They all hopped out and had a smoke. And yeah. I was standing beside one of them. And actually, uh, Shannon, uh, Matt Parks is Shannon. Yeah. Or Shannon Parks, I could call her <laughs> by her full name as opposed to referring to her as somebody's wife. This is Matt Parks. <laughs> yeah. Back in 1954 when yeah. we ran into 
Mrs. Matt Parks. Yeah. Uh, so she was there with us, and uh, we were just chatting because she was stuck behind the blueberry trucks. Right. And I think she might have apologized to the guy for making okay. it. I was like, I couldn't care less. I'm getting paid to have a smoke break right now. Yeah. So this is actually awesome. Yeah, that was great. However, <laughs> it's their bosses we really don't want to piss yeah, off. That's true. Blueberry Mafia, <laughs> yeah. whoever runs that, that industry. We get along with them just fine. But anyway, this year we should be ahead of the season. Ahead of harvest. Yeah. So it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, that's true. But still no park on the still, bridge. Yeah, still no bridge parking. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> much at all 
I think there were a couple times I saw you enjoying bands during Jamie Como and Big Smoke Brass, but for the better part... I'm having more fun than it looks like I am. <laughs> yeah. I really am, yeah. yeah. I might look stressed out, but that's that's the good stress. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, yeah. That's oh, like, yeah, yeah. You're just firing on all cylinders and, yeah. and going. And honestly, half of the mania that I seem to portray is probably just me being a fucking ADHD... <laughs> Maniac. Well, I could much, probably be a lot more chill about it, but it's not so much a mania. It's just that there's there was constantly something for you to tend to. Like, yeah, remember the power went out on the stage at one point. Oh, the, Friday night. That you was had weird. to take care of that, and there's always someone needing cables for something, and you're you're always searching for something. Yeah, it's fun though. Yeah, That's stage manager just, life. Yeah, we're gonna delegate a lot better this year. Yeah, um, we've got a sweet but small group of volunteers, like experienced ones, folks that you would have seen at Folly, people that I've been seeing at music festivals since I started doing this, like probably yeah. for thirteen years ago, going to festivals. That's awesome. Some great folks that are coming in to give us a hand, and they've got experience in some ways more than I do. In a lot of ways, more than I do in a lot of aspects. Yeah. So being able to rely on them as volunteers, no less, not even as anyone with a stake in the game or mm. money to earn, um, that's great. And I've learned that I need to delegate certain tasks. So I should be a little less panicked this year. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy it a little more. Yeah. Well, not that you weren't enjoying it, but... No, I was definitely enjoying it. So ticket sales, how they... You said they're, you're about halfway there? Uh, about halfway to, as far as breaking even goes. Just for a little context. Not that this is any, anyone's business. But, but, um, like I like it, how you pointed at the microphone. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm doing after a beer and a half. <laughs> Normally, by this point, we would have sold like 15 tickets and had a few hundred bucks yeah. uh, kicking around to play with. But it's more like 75. Yeah. Helps oh, that's, that is sweet. It helps immensely. To have that cash ahead of time. Um, you know, whether you need to spend it on a little bit of promotion or deposits or, right. you know, whatever. Just having it is great. We are going to probably have some actual vendors this year of, like, non-food. Oh, really? Uh, that's in the works as well. Again, I wish I'd, I was further along in planning that so yeah. I could talk about it. But we're definitely going to have some cool, some cool people selling some cool stuff. Yeah, so yeah. something to look out for. Yeah, I mean, you won't miss it. Your... It's a very small space. It'll be, it'll, yeah, it'll be right in your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> that's one of the beauties of it all is you talk about it and people picture this sprawling place. But it's like, no, no, it's it's a quarter of an acre yeah. <laughs> or whatever. But it's like a, a very appropriately sized, I think. <sighs> it's just the right amount. Especially now that you've moved the camping away to other lots. Yeah. It's just the great, it's just perfect size for it. Yeah. It works really well. What do you think you're setting your cap at this year? Have you discussed that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, we can handle about 300. Okay. We don't... That'd be pushing it. Yeah. There's about 50 artists when it's all said and done. So that means we sell around 200 tickets, which leaves us like a 50 wiggle room for for unexpected instances. And sometimes mm-hmm. bands will request a plus one or... Yeah. You know, in that f- extra 50, I mean, whether or not we really want to fill it. So the way sales are going now, it's looking like we may, you know, really be kind of pushing people to make them understand that there's not a guarantee you're going to get in if you show up at right. the door. We do have a capacity. I mean, it's... I never thought that this would be a problem. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. don't worry about too many people coming, but it is a smaller festival. And we have a limit, yeah. And we have to enforce it to a to a degree. Yeah, well, it's the same with anything. People should anticipate if you're buying your ticket at the door. Yeah, there is a chance you're not going to get in. Yeah, well, but I mean, most of the other places, you know, you go to Evolve or Folly or Future. Oh, they sold out last year, but like usually you can get a ticket. Yeah. It's going to be expensive, and it will be. They have show, day of show at ours. It will be. Yeah, you know, fifty percent more expensive than it is right now, and we'll keep people in the loop. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? We'll be open about it. We're not trying to. Yeah, and you're not. If you, yeah. you can follow, uh, you can follow them on Facebook. You have a small presence on Instagram, but not a not a huge one yet. Yeah, yeah. So Facebook is probably the better way to follow. Well, Poca Logan, it is the best. It is the best because we're all old, I guess. And Facebook's <laughs> for old people. <laughs> maybe that's why our demographic is. is yeah, older. maybe. So Facebook, just be uh, Poca Logan Camp Party. Yeah, best way to stay up to date. Probably with social media. Yeah, or pokelogan.ca. But even then, we don't really post updates on the website. The website's kind of something that we just do. Changing things up a little bit. This year, the East is more involved as opposed to just being present. They're actually yeah, so presence there this year. So there were some big changes in our in our camp um, after last year. We'd grown to the point where it needs to be self-sufficient. You know, moving from a party to a festival. And with that... In mind, the show wasn't going to go forward this year. Right until, yeah, I think it was early March before I decided to go ahead with it. And the reason I decided to go ahead with it had a lot to do with dealing with Alex at the East. He sort of pushed me and, and encouraged us to go, which is which is why we, we partnered up with him. Because honestly, we wouldn't have gone forward if it weren't for help from that team. We're thankful for that. They're going to be uh, doing a recap video. Oh, sweet. It'll be, it'll be coming out through the East. I think there's going to be two different versions. I can't remember the exact deal. They'll be doing photography as usual. Yeah, just generally being super, super supportive of, of one another. Again, goes back to that community thing. So they'll be the place to go after after the show for for any uh, sort of recap, picture, yeah. media sort of that's awesome. sort of thing. Yeah, I'm I'm always a fan of those recap videos. Yeah, of the festivals of, and it's stuff. It's kind of our kind of our first one. We tried to fit it into our budget a couple of other years, but it never really worked out. Regarding visuals, is we, it going to be bits again? Or uh, no, it was going to be bits. Um, Joan is a really good friend of mine, and basically, he had a uh, far more lucrative gig offered to him, and he pays his rent through well, that's fair. through his artistic endeavors. So we're glad to sort of release him from those responsibilities and bring in someone else, which we haven't uh, which we haven't settled on yet. We'll be announcing that. We'd have like sort of a version two of the poster final version coming out. Oh, we'll, sweet. We have one more act to announce. Um, I'll announce it right here. It'll be Fractal Code. So last oh, year. Oh, okay, cool. Last year we booked Fractal Code late and then he never got to play. Oh, At the yeah. end of the night because of scheduling. So here we are again booking him late. <laughs> announcing him late. <laughs> but promising that he will play this time. Awesome. Yeah. So we'll be putting that out on the old social media here soon, but. Very cool. Yeah, he uh, he was also at Folly Fest. Yeah, Found a little bit of him. He was yeah. going on at the same time as Bags and uh, yeah. And, um, well, that would be hard. Astronaut. To but uh, we'll be posting about that. Yeah, we've got a few more announcements and tidbits to to put out. We'll be calling for more volunteers. I know we're a little short. So if anyone's interested in coming and and putting in a few hours work in exchange for a ticket, they should uh, pay attention to our social media or just go right to the website. Pokalogan.ca and fill out the form. There you go. Check it out. Pokalogan.ca. Yeah. That's a pretty sweet deal. Put in a few hours and get a get a spot for the rest of the night. Yeah. I mean, it's a one-day show. It's it's kind of hard because you can't have someone do a full standard festival volunteer shift because that's most of the fucking show. Right. Yeah. Right? So it's more of an instance of, hey, give us three hours of your time. You'll be able to watch the show probably anyway, unless you're on one of two Jobs that aren't directly within line of sight of the right. of the stage, yeah, and then enjoy the rest of your the rest of your night. So again, just check out the Facebook page, yeah, uh, Logan Camp Party, Pokalogan just, just swipe that right out of the yeah, right, right from under the village. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Poke loan, you're going to have to pay to get that back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or get All it 19 houses. Yeah. <laughs> the seaside hamlet of Poke Logan. They'll take it down and replace it with a picture of a fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anything else that you want to get there or anything you'd like people to know about? Don't park on the bridge. Be a nice person. <laughs> and we're looking forward to seeing everybody. Yeah, it'll be a good time. I'm really excited for it. I'm getting, I mean, I'm always excited for it. I'm but. getting more and more excited as the as it draws nearer. But yeah, the excitement's kicking in and we're super pumped to yeah. see it all come together. It's been great as usual. Yeah, well, thank you for coming on again. No problem. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. If every that I make done something I want, I complicated sure I would wouldn't be saying that wrong. It's all accounted for. Yeah, I left once and more. If daily practice was enough, wouldn't I look like a god by now? Someone people write about moving on a high plane, looking down on earth, no pain. Don't tell me that it can't be proven. I wanna be a superhuman. My name is Ryan Marino, and this is the Pagan Place Podcast.